episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk about patterns. I'm not talking about fabrics. I'm not talking about that that striped pattern or checkered or floral pattern. I'm not talking about the patterns you find in math. I'm talking about behavioral patterns. This came up for me because... I started reading Matt Haig's book, The Comfort Book, and he has a page in here about patterns on page 195. I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to talk about the five ways that we can break up our patterns, our behavioral patterns. If you find yourself just going through the motions, doing the same thing day after day, you know, like, I got to get out of this rut, we're going to talk about how do we break that behavioral pattern that thought pattern, that emotional pattern, that, that, that relational pattern, right? How do we break our patterns um, so that we can start to e- evolve and grow and experience new things, explore different aspects of ourselves, maybe expand the idea of who we are and what we can do. So here we are, page 195 from The Comfort Book uh, by Matt Haig. It is easy to get stuck in a pattern of behavior. Think of the people you know. Do they do some of the same things over and over? Do they like the same kind of food and drink? Watch the same kind of TV? Read the same genre of books? Do they get up and go to bed at roughly the same time? Do they say the same kinds of things? Have the same kinds of thoughts? Do you? Do I? Yes. To be human, to be alive, is to fall into patterns of behavior. Some of these patterns are good. We are drawn to the comfort of routine, and we settle in. But there can also be a discomfort in going through the same motions. Just as slumping for hours in the same position can be bad for our back, it is also true that taking the familiar and repetitive path of least resistance can cause our lives to become a bit stuck in place. We become outdated algorithms needing a new and bigger sequence. The act of changing our routine is good for us. Even something as simple as rearranging apps on a phone helps us to resist the automatic default of muscle memory. As Tara Brock put it, quote, perhaps the biggest tragedy in our lives is that freedom is possible, yet We can access or we can pass our years trapped in the same old patterns. We may want to love other people without holding back, to feel authentic, to breathe in the beauty around us, to dance and sing. Yet each day we listen to inner voices that keep our life small. End quote. If you feel like you're keeping your life small, then this is the episode that you definitely want to be tuning into because we're going to talk about five ways in which we can break up that pattern so you can expand the realm of your world, of your life, and discover new aspects to who you are, to new ideas, to new people, to new emotions. There's so many emotions. And usually we get stuck in that fight, flight, freeze emotion or the dreaded emotion, or the fearful emotion. Let's figure out how to break the patterns. Number one is 
figure out what your pattern is. Observe it. Like think about like a detective when he when he is onto a suspect, right? He's like, ah, oh, I think that's our guy, right? They don't just arrest him immediately. They observe. They figure out what their pattern is. The same thing with the with the with the guy they're observing, right? Maybe they're observing this guy because he he robs banks. The guy who robs a bank doesn't just go in and rob the bank. He observes the bank. He he notices what are their patterns. What time does the bank open? What time do they close? Who closes the bank? Who opens the bank? What time do uh, do they take breaks? Where are the cameras at? Uh, what are the patterns in terms of customer flow? Is it busier in the morning or in the afternoon? Um, what about the weekends? Is does that change or break up the pattern in any kind of way? So before action is taken, we have to be aware and observe what our pattern is. What is your pattern of communication? What is your pattern in relationships? Are you one of those, like after three months, you, you throw up the, the peace sign? Maybe you're in there, maybe you're a serial monogamist. Is that your pattern? Like what's your pattern in life, in work? Do you like to show up early and stay late? Do you like to show up late and, and leave early? Like, what is your pattern? Do you beat yourself up? Do you work out and then eat ice cream? I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. I'd be like, I just worked out. I deserve this two, okay, maybe three pints. All right, four pints of ice cream. All right, just give me the tub. Just give me the gallon, okay? Um, like, what is your pattern? Do you cry do you eat while you watch a movie what are you eating all these different things so before we take any action before we make any changes we have to observe how we naturally are and then be like oh i because I, then because the thing that you think you need to change that's in your head you're like oh actually that's not even a thing that is i need i need to be working on this thing over here right um, that's that's not even a thought. I need to be working on on those thoughts or behaviors or emotions, right? So, what are the pat? What are the patterns that you've noticed when you're around people for too long, or not around people not enough? What are the patterns where if you're working from home all day or or, or working too long without a vacation, like what are your patterns, right? So once we have that down, then we come down to number two, right? in terms of how do we break up and change our patterns, we want to change our environment. Changing our environment is the, the easiest, quickest way to break up our, our, our patterns. Today, I was at home, and usually you know, I'll work from home during the day with clients and Zoom meetings and writing and things like that. Today, I had a lighter schedule, and I kind of felt uh, anxious. I was like, wow, I don't know what to do with this extra time. And so to break up my pattern, I drove to the beach. I rarely would drive to the beach by myself in the middle of the day. I broke up my pattern. And I'm so glad I did. I heard waves crashing, birds singing, felt the cool breeze on my skin, felt the sun shining. I heard someone playing the guitar off in the background, children laughing, family speaking in French. There were these two girls speaking Spanish. There was this guy laying out getting a tan. There was people out there surfing in the ocean. Like, it was just beautiful. Just visually 
olfactory. It just, it just, it, it heightened all of my senses to break up my thought, behavioral, and emotional patterns. So, what are some of the environments that we can explore to break up our patterns? Right, we we got the urban landscape. Now, maybe you go out to a crowded city with tall buildings and and cars whizzing by and an ambulance making noise. That would definitely help break up a pattern. Or maybe if you live in a city like a New York or a Chicago, maybe you go out to the rural countryside, right? Where there's a serene setting with open fields, farms, chickens running around. Maybe there's a cow in the middle of the field. Just a slower, more relaxed pace. Uh, But if you grew up in a countryside, maybe you go up in the mountains. Whoa, get that fresh air. It's a thinner air, right? Because the higher up you go, the thinner the air is. But now you're surrounded by trees. Maybe there's a bear. You can hear the crackling of the branches under your feet, the smell of fall. Uh, or or we go to the seaside like I did. You know, nice little sandy beach, waves crashing, that little maritime atmosphere. And then we can also explore a suburban neighborhood. Oh, I love this. When I go for my walk sometimes in the morning, I love walking up or driving through a suburban neighborhood, the different homes. Some homes have fences. Some don't. Some have a wall. Some use um, trees or flowers or what would you call that, vegetation? That's not the word I'm looking for. But they use landscaping as a way of creating a barrier. I love to look at the different doors on houses and you have these uh, the cul-de-sacs. I love a, I, I love a cul-de-sac. When I I go, oh, a cul-de-sac. I don't know what it is. It's just something cool about ending up. And it's like, oh, you got this little little nook and cranny all to yourself. So those are just different ways that we can explore various environments so that we can break up our behavioral thought and emotional patterns. And then, you know, the third part that we can look at is activities. What are the different activities that we can engage in so that we can break up our patterns? Rock climbing, why not? Put on a little helmet, harness, let's go. Indoor, outdoor, what you trying to do? You know, did it rain, did it not? Why not? Take a cooking class. I love a cooking class. I mean, to learn how to saute onions, how to make the perfect omelet. Michelle bought me a, a cooking class at Surla Table. I loved it. I learned how to uh, break asparagus. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a technique for that. I even learned how to hold a knife. I didn't know there was a certain way. I thought you just grab the handle and get going. When he showed me how to hold the knife, I was blown away. I was like, this, this, is, this is how I save my wrist and shoulders and neck from uh, <laughs> from." from starting to get all creaky because I've been chopping onions for an hour. I love to cook. Um, and or, or sometimes we can, you know, do some volunteer work, maybe even donate blood. That's another activity. When was the last time you were like, hey, you know what, get some of this, get some of this type B right here. Get just some of this type O right there. If you have type O, just know that the world needs you. That's the most requested blood type in the world. So if you have type O blood, you'd be doing a great service 
for so many people, be saving lives, right? Um, or what about scuba diving? Ooh, go under, you know, find, you know, grab some plastic bags or straws or whatever, whatever we're leaving, whatever debris we're leaving down there with the fish. But, you know, playing with the kelp, grabbing some rocks, you know, maybe you punch a shark in the nose, go scuba diving. And then my, one of my favorite activities uh, is taking an improv class or take any class. You know, I talked about cooking classes earlier, but to take an improv workshop is so much fun. I didn't think I'd love it as much as I did. And, and they have these games that you can play that you can actually apply to your real life. There's this game called Yes And where you say yes and to everything. So if someone goes, you're a doctor, you go, yes, I am a doctor, and we have an emergency. In real life, we don't respond like that. If somebody says you're a doctor, you go, no, I'm not. I'm not a doctor, um, right? Be because we feel like maybe they're trying to control us or it's just not true. We just don't want the lie out there or people think we're fraudulent. But in this world, we say yes to everything, and then we build on the assumed world, which is so much fun because we don't really get to do that in real life. So taking an improv class, I really recommend it for couples. I think improv class is a better way of for a couple to get to know each other versus taking um, going to couples therapy. I, well, I don't want to say better, but I think that if you're in couples therapy and things are getting a bit stale, I think an improv class would be a great way to break it up, right? So, you know, we've talked about uh, observing our behavior, just kind of being mindful of what our patterns are, and then changing our environment, trying new activities. And then the fourth way that we can break up our patterns is to challenge our negative thoughts. And when I say challenge, like, we just have these thoughts going through our head, and we're just like, life is awful, life sucks. It's like, challenge that. I posted on Facebook recently the question, being um, what is going, what is working well in your life right now? What is working well? And some people are like, oh, you know, I stopped drinking. That's working out well. Setting boundaries, that's working well. But then uh, one person posted nothing. And I was like, nothing is working well in your life? See, and that, that lets me know that they had not done the work in challenging their thoughts. Because if they had really thought about it, they would recognize that their Wi-Fi is working or else they wouldn't be able to post on Facebook. Their fingers are working because they wouldn't be able to type out that message. Their, um, you know, the, uh, their laptop or cell phone is working. Like there's so many things in their life. Their, their uh, micro, what do they call it? The, the fact that, you know, you have your fingers. I think there's like micro, uh, I can't believe it's escaping me. But there's so many things that had to work for her to write nothing like her vision had to work like she had to see my post and then be able to respond to it so her brain is working because she responded uh clearly and, and lucidly so many things have to work for her to post that but we don't we don't take the time to challenge our thoughts a lot of times we just go ah my life sucks it's like does your life suck or are there things in your life that you're just um, you're disappointed by 
or you're frustrated with uh, or you're upset uh, at, you know, versus my life sucks. Uh, so how do we challenge our negative thoughts? How do we do that, right? It's easy to be like, oh, challenge your thoughts. The first thing we want to do is just be aware of the thought. Oh, okay, I had this thought. My life sucks. Then we want to address it with not a positive thought, but a neutral thought. For those of you who've been listening for a while, you know I've done episodes on neutral thinking, not positive thinking. So neutral thinking is instead of saying, my life sucks to say I have a life, right? Because you, because then then we can start keep uh, and we can keep that going down that same um, train of thought of I have a life, I have a girlfriend, I have a house, I have a dog, right? Very neutral thoughts. Then at some point we'll start to relax, shoulders drop. Start breathing deeper, our vision softens, and then we'll find ourselves saying, I love my life. I love my girlfriend. I love my house. I love my dog. Like, and and all of a sudden, we'll naturally start to come into this place of love and positivity and empowerment and encouragement, right? Just naturally, we'll start to do that. So we want to go, we'll go from negative to neutral to then empowering or I, you know, positive is all right. Um, but I don't even like that word negative, like to just thoughts that, and, well, I guess negative works. All right. All right. That's for a whole other episode. But challenge our negative thoughts. Challenge those thoughts. Don't just let them hang out. Just don't, don't let the, don't let them gang up on you like that. Right. These bullies to just come in every day telling you about how awful things are. Don't don't let them come at you know, and even in the things that you take in, whether it's people get you know, with these negative thoughts or news, whatever, whatever's whoever's coming at you with the negative challenge that or you know, like right, wait, is that and not to dismiss it, not to say that's not true. But to, to ask questions, to get a little deeper, to be like, all right, how much of this is true? How much of it isn't true? Can we get to a place of neutrality first, right? Before we come in with the, well, well, have you thought about this? No, no, no. Let's get to a place of exploration first. Let's see what they really believe. And then let's get to a place of neutrality. And then maybe we can build from there. And then the last way that we can uh, establish new patterns and break those old patterns is establish new habits. Just, you know, put it, I know that sounds simple. You're like, what? And so what I mean is um, we tend to think of breaking negative patterns, but just even if we have positive patterns, right? We're waking up, we're drinking a, a, you know, a liter of water, we're working out, we're praying, we're meditating. Um, you know, we, uh, exercising, then we, you know, writing, going to work, yada, yada. So even if we have a positive routine, we may need to break that up. Maybe we move the workout to the evenings, or maybe we move it to lunchtime. Um, instead of having, uh, breakfast for breakfast, we'll have dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner, like mix it up establish new habits and just see how you feel see what that's like 
see how your how your brain processes things differently. If you typically have uh, you know room temp, have a cup of cold water. Put put some ice cubes in there. If you're always having ice drinks, have some hot water. Like it, it, if you usually take a hot shower, take a cold shower. Mix it up. And it is not to say mix it up all the time. It's it's so comforting to have a routine if we've just come out of a place of chaos. So know where you are in your life. If things have been chaotic for you, then finding a routine is everything. But if we've been in our routine for a while, then we may need to mix it up a bit before chaos finds us. Because either way, change is coming. Whether we initiate it, right, or it just naturally happens, but it's coming. Things, nothing stays the same forever, right? Um, so we, we definitely want to be ahead of that. So just know where you are in your life. Are, are you stuck in a routine and need a bit of change and, and maybe even a little chaos? Or have you had too much chaos and you need a routine? Just be aware of where you are. And also, you know, breaking patterns requires our commitment, our self-reflection, and also our willingness to embrace change. It's essential that we be patient and recognize that during this process, it can take time. So experiment with different strategies to find what works best for you. Don't hesitate to seek support from friends, family, professionals, a therapist, a coach, anyone. Know that you know you don't have to do this alone. You can bring in an accountability partner. If you found whatever value you found in this episode, share it with one other person because communication leads to connection and connection leads to community. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 number. You can call or any of the other 800 numbers listed in all of the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.